So, the idea of AWOL chat rooms was given to me because A, I used to be a moderator for a website called AKCupid, and I was probably a good moderator for about, maybe about a week, and after that, I basically couldn't handle it, you know, I've seen, I was, I was exposed to so much adult content that, you know, you just become immune to fetishes, you become immune to furries, you become immune to a lot of weird shit, because people would report profiles, they would report images, they would report um, crude and sexualized images, and you just, at the start, you get a little sick, you know, you get a little little gross from it, but after a while, you just get immune to it, you go, eh, that's eh, another dick, you know, that's a, that's another, you know, it's another fairy, banging another fairy, that's another, you know, it's, it's a, without the details, it's a, it's really gross, and so the reason why, the reason why AWOL chat rooms is, is a bit of a fabricated story, is that the only real thing about it is the whole moderating procedure, I don't have anything else to do with it, it's basically inspired by me being a moderator, so don't come at me saying, oh, you know, this is one of my sick, twisted fantasies, it's not, and with that being said, let's go straight on to the story of AWOL chat rooms. So basically, what I have to go off is that this guy's at least middle-aged, he's at least 35 plus, way into his 40s. He is a factory worker, he doesn't have any family, doesn't have any kids, sticks, sticks close to home with his parents, sticks close to home with his family, uh, has a few friends, he basically is a Travis Bickle kind of a person, you know, he keeps to himself, he has an agenda to just, you know, work and live and not do much, but the thing is, the reason why this, um, this book has such a good intake story to it is because this guy's got nothing to lose, you know, basically what he was... He he's basically just a moderator for a website, um, AWOL chat rooms, <laughs> and so basically he's just a moderator for AWOL chat rooms. And what he does is that he mod he moderates you know images and whatnot, make sure they're not too not too kinky, you know, not not make sure basically there's no minors on the ep on the website. And so you know he's doing his thing. He's been working there for about a good three months, and then a very bad video pops up and then so he he you know he gets a few reports and he goes oh you know looks into it but you know nothing too out of the ordinary and then he gets more videos and then he puts two and two together because the first video was just a car driving and he goes oh you know it's not a big deal you know they must have accidentally uploaded it for shits and gigs and then so um you know the second video comes and they stop at someone's house and he's like, oh, okay, you know, maybe they're just doing a vlog or something, you know, it's different. And then the next video is the walking around the house, and he goes, oh, okay, this is a little weird, but, you know, nothing wrong. And then there's the fourth video is someone sleeping. And he goes, okay, this must be an art show, you know, like an art horror house, you know, because the videos weren't actually uploaded, you know, in, um, you know, one after the other. They, they were done in parts, so he's like, obviously, you know, it's just an art film. So basically, the fourth one, the the person is in bed and the camera guy is staring at the person. And the next one is the person being taken into the van. That's the fifth one. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, this is getting pretty weird. 
And then so the sixth one, the sixth clip is where it gets really interesting because keep in mind, this guy's a, a moderator, you know, so he has to literally like sit through all the videos that get reported or just, you know, odd ones out, the ones that seem a little not too safe for an adult website, believe it or not. And then so come the seventh one, um, the, the van goes to a house because these clips are at least 30 seconds and they're like recorded on a really shitty phone for whatever reason that is. So it must be done in, like, you know, some weird country. But the thing is, so basically, um, on the seventh one, that's where you really see who the person is. Like, who the person, you know, got got captured is. And he realises that it's not actually someone <laughs> someone of age. And then he's just like, oh, what, what the fuck do I do? You know, so he rings up, he immediately just in shock. Because he's like, okay, well, i got to stop this. Hopefully it stops there. So I so he reports it to the police, you know, as normal p- person would do, and then there's nothing from nothing for about a month, and then it still creeps in the back of my mind that if this actually was a true story, then it would have had a catastrophic outcome. So, so yeah, so he it leaves it for a month, and then another video pops up, and he. The, the exact second he sees the video, he just clicks in his head that this is going to be one of those films. So this is the eighth one. This is just part eight. And he goes, holy shit. You know, this this has to be fake. So it's the it's the uh, person who clearly is not of age gets, you know, taken to a basement. And then he's like, oh shit, you know, what do I do? So he's looking at the description. He's looking at the tags, trying to... You know, looking at the language, but there's no real language being said. It's just eight. You know, so far as the video is just called eight. The description is nothing. The tags are just, you know, just normal stuff. So he's like, and they don't speak as well. There's no, because the first, like, seven videos are done at night, kind of. So there's no real indication where they are, what's going on, what's happening. So basically, he he just comes to a stop and he goes, well, you know, either I ban their account, but this is going to make a new one. So he's like, oh, I'd rather stop this as is. So he goes back to the first few clips and he's trying to figure out, you know, where, trying to get a clear indication, you know, what country they're in, just trying to get some, you know, trying to get some, you know, background of where the country is. And then, so the thing is, he's going on this wild goose chase as well as moderating other stuff and because he's got a day job as well at a factory, so he just does this moderation on the side. So he's at work, you know, and he's, and he's sitting on his conscience, and then he goes, no, nah, screw it, I'm going to take a week off work just to try and figure out where it is. And then so he does that, but he ends up getting fired from work, and then he just goes completely mad trying to figure out what this video is or where it came from. So, man, he manages to just quit it. He leaves... You know, he leaves the dating site, AWOL chat rooms, and just, you know, tries to get it, goes to another job, actually, and, yeah, he just gives it, gives up there, and then, so, you know, he doesn't really worry about it, you know, he thinks life's a breeze, and then he, so, basically, this, the whole time frame, he was trying to figure out what the video was, it was just under about two, a bit under three months, so roughly about one month and six, six, you know, like, like a, nearly two months, basically like one month and a few days, and that's how long he really went at it, trying to figure out the tags, the ISP and whatnot, 
And then so he just got to the point where he was just like, oh, you know, there's just nothing I can do. And then he gets an email and he goes, oh, great, you know, the the OKCupid probably, you know, probably, probably wants me to go back because he left the moderation community. I mean, not OKCupid, AWOL chat rooms. So it's like AWOL chat rooms wants me to come back. And then so basically he... He gets a message back from the police via um, AWOL chat rooms because that's he submitted it through under AWOL chat rooms. So, it's, it's, so the police goes, oh, you know, can we speak to someone who was monitoring the video? And then the guy at the time was just like, oh, you know, I, I did moderate it, but at the same time, I don't work there anymore. And then the cops turn around and say, oh, by the way, you were of witness of, um, you know, of underage, you know, um, sex trafficking, and it was just like, well, that's, that's great, but it's got nothing to do with me, you know, I just, it was just a, a, like a freelance moderator, I don't want anything to do with it, you guys just do your thing, and then he goes, well, actually, that's where we need your help, because, you know, you've seen the video, all seven videos so far, and you know how this guy works, and basically, you know, they, they, they're trying to wind him over, but he just wasn't, you know, he just wasn't taking the bait, like, he just wasn't, you know, he just didn't want to do it. So he, he shrugged it off and just said, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. So so basically some time went past and it just sat on his conscience because, you know, he just couldn't, you know, he had nothing else to live for. You know, he didn't have any kids, didn't have any wives. So, so he just sitting on it, went to his new job, did his thing, and then he got a message from a detective, uh, I, don't, I don't know, I think it's like Detective Strong or something. And so this detective guy told him to meet up. So he goes, yeah, sure. So he meets up with some with this detective guy in the parking lot. And then, so after that, they meet up in the parking lot. They just talk about some stuff. And then they put him on the case secretly, put him on the secret case. They're trying to find out what the hell these videos were. And then so he gives them all the information and then he leaves. And then, so he's working on the case speaking to the guy, the detective prior to everything that's been going on. And then after that, um, he gets, gets, gets a text message at like 3am and he goes, oh, okay, you know, it must've been a miss, miss sent, you know, mustn't have been something too serious. And then, so basically what happens after that, the guy tells him to meet up somewhere. So basically this guy's been on the case for about nearly a good six months. And so he meets up in an area, and then the van pulls up, the white van. And then so the cop, the cop comes over to him, and he goes, oh, you know, blah, 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 is this the van? And the guy goes, and the, and the, the main character, like the, 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 you know, the protagonist was just like, oh, yeah, that's the van from the six movies, yeah, sure. So the, so the cop goes, good. And then so the cop grabs him, throws him in the van, turns out he wasn't actually a cop. He was one of the people in the, the sex trafficking because it was a really underground sex trafficking. So they get him, they put him in the van, they take him to the basement. They, you know, do all kinds of fuck shit to him. You know, and then they just basically say, if you tell anyone, we're just going to keep, you know, we're just going to keep doing bad things to you. You know, first it's going to be you, then it's going to be your family, then it's going to be your parents, then it's going to be your dog, and you're going to be watching all of it. And the guy said, look, you know, I don't want no trouble, just let me go, I've never seen anything. He goes, yeah, that's the problem. You know, so to make sure you're not going to squeal, you know, we're going to have to imply some, 
Yeah. So basically, they, you know, they did some bad things to him, and then they dosed, doused him with alcohol just so if he tried to rat, he couldn't get anywhere. So they did the things, and then they they completely covered him with alcohol, and then they set him on his way. And so, yeah. So then, you know, he goes home, and then he's just all shell-shocked. He's out for a few days, and then he comes to, buys a gun, um, befriends a homeless guy, and they help him become a shooter and all that stuff. So then he goes, he sees the, you know, he sees the lady, well, the, the girl at the time, walking around, and then he you know, realises what she was doing, and then he, you know, kind of saves her, and then she tells him where the house is, he gets a gun, goes to the house, kills them all, and she's set free. That's basically the whole entire book. And that's why it couldn't be released, because it's so fucking weird. I mean, it sounds like Taxi Driver, but there's a, you know, it's just, I don't know, like, I mean, it sounds, it doesn't sound that bad, but the excruciating detail, just, it's just, it's just the premises of it, like, you know, like, it's just a, basically a sex traffic, uh, you know, like a sex trafficking ring get busted, but at the same time, it's like, who, who would really want to put himself through that kind of, um, you know, connotation kind of thing, just like, uh, oh, that's crazy, you know, like, I couldn't, you know, like, I couldn't just... I just couldn't put myself through it. But I don't know. What do you guys think? You know, reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram. I don't have Twitter. So it's just Facebook, which is Jared A. Freeman, and then Instagram, which is Jared underscore A underscore Freeman. Yeah, so let me know how you feel. Jared A. Freeman, thank you so much for tuning into AWOL Chat Rooms. Thank you.